If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and I'm here with everyone's favorite co-host, Sammy P. Aw, hey. 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 The, the the real star of the show is here. Oh, you stop it. Um, I'm so glad we're doing this. We're doing a modern day episode. I know. I know. I was thinking that as we descend into uh, chaos uh, and darkness, the the whole golden age of TV is really like the Lord's way of saying, here's a little, here's a little something. Here's a little morsel of something delicious. Mm-hmm. As the apocalypse reigns, and it is delicious. This yeah. is a rich text. This is um an audio visual experience, like emphasis on the visual. Like you really need to like watch this episode. The mm-hmm. reaction work from the ladies is honestly dark comedy gold. Uh, every actor needs to be studying the micro expressions, etc. Or just party. listen, or just listen to us describe it. Yeah, like we're gonna really like do some method acting today. We are. We are. <laughs> they basically needed like VR headsets to like watch this to get the full experience. Like I wanted to be at that table so bad, just it like experiencing. I felt like it was a horror almost, like because they were it was a sorry, we're just launching into it, but like because it was a, a THC dinner. 
like and the tension just gets heightened and heightened as everyone gets more and more like paranoid and then the topics just get darker darker the fight gets worse and worse and it's like it's kind of hereditary vibes it was and i was like if i was there i would feel like locked in syndrome like just be like so frozen with fear and horror i don't know if i could jump in and defend i felt my heart was pounding watching this okay we're gonna we're gonna go from the beginning because it's really hard not to jump ahead but i just will say that my reaction would have been exactly like sentence which is just pulling out a joint and smoking it to yourself anxiously (laughs) okay that part was literally hilarious but Sutton's other behavior wait, like, don't, com- we, don't wait, compare wait, yourself wait, to her we we're we're too crazy someone come get us and rein <laughs> us in here no we need to start from the beginning because there is a lot to dissect we are charged we're fused um we're infused not like these ladies at this weed dinner uh because we got to stay focused here <laughs> we're we're okay, doing important I- work I am stoned, unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately, no, (laughs) fortunately. I felt I needed to get, like, I was like, literally method. I have to get method for this. I can't podcast stoned because the filler words and vocal fry become unbearable even to myself. But I feel (laughs) like you thrive. (laughs) Like, there's there's too many, like, bruh. Like, what? That's crazy. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, that's me podcasting stone. Unfortunately, I feel like I can do everything else. Okay. But you, yeah, you thrive in all mental states covering these important topics. So we start off. It's the most recent episode of Rub. R-H-O-B-H, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season nine, episode 13, called A Feisty Fiesta. I don't know who (laughs) thought of this name. That does not, it's neither, well, it is feisty, but it's not a fiesta. It's more like a continued dinner party from hell, the modern version. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. This should have been called a weed dinner party from hell, obviously. Like it's right there. A bad trip. Any, yeah. Oh my god, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, but like it is such a successor to that episode, like that it's it's so mirrored that it has to be a callback to that episode many well, many years ago. Well, I don't know if it's a mirror so much as just no, these it is women. Emily. These moments in life, like if you had two dinner parties like this where everyone was screaming at you that your marriage was shit, and then like and it ended in like tears, like you would you would definitely connect them. I feel okay. Yeah. I get that. I guess just... But this one was the, just more bizarre because everyone was high. Well, in the same way that we were saying, like, the Salt Lake City women love to fight in a snowy parking lot, these women mm-hmm. love to fight at a very fancy dinner table. And the episode starts off with a... It is the continued of the to-be-continued of the previous episode where we saw them sit down to this weed dinner they had the option of dosing themselves as 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 they would like to they all chose either nothing or five milligrams i was like ladies come on let's let's kick it up a notch chose one milligram i was like okay don't even don't waste my (laughs) time to read but maybe they're on maybe they're on pills maybe they're on other things that would conflict with it i don't know yeah but like at a weed dinner i mean it was just weird that kyle hosted like did she end up having any weed in her dinner I think she had a, a, yeah, a little bit, but she said she hosted it because she wanted everyone to get off her case about the whole drinking thing. I know. That made me really sad. I know. Everyone's not on your case about drinking. They're on your case about 
the entire lifestyle change paired with the fact that every day there's tabloids saying that you've divorced and are dating a country music star. I know. I mean, listen, I want to hear, I I don't know why they're not pumping her for details about Morgan and their relationship. Like I could give a fuck. She's like, yeah, I'm fighting with Mauricio. Yeah. Our marriage isn't good. It's she's like, I'm not hiding that. And I'm like, well, what is going on with Morgan? Wait, that's all I care about. Like I assume her and Mauricio have some kind of arrangement because the cheating rumors have been incessant. Of course. I know in my notes, I, I get so mixed up that I had to literally write at the top Morgan Wade equals Kyle's girlfriend. Morgan Wallen equals racist country singer. Because (laughs) I always think that one is the other. And I hear a report. I'm like, oh my God, Kyle's girlfriend is racist. And I'm like, oh wait, no, no, it's it's the other one. It's the other Morgan. (laughs) I'm obsessed with like you like leaving a note for your future self for when you're like, wait, oh no, wait, I already told myself (laughs) it's not that person. I was, I'm obsessed with calling her Kyle's girlfriend. Or <laughs> whatever. Kyle's special I, friend. I, I get how they, like, when they're together, they look like two, two gay women in their 40s. Shocked to find out Morgan is 28 years old. Oh, okay. Okay. Listen, some people just look mature for their age. It's the way but, of the um, road. Yeah. It's that touring lifestyle. You know, you get... Rode hard and put away wet. Um, like, mostly it's... lately by Kyle. Anyhow, um, so oh, I'm sorry. I just want a tiny sidebar about Morgan because do you think they are having a thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. I thought they didn't have like that much sexual chemistry in the tattoo scene. And I got the vibe that Morgan was kind of using Kyle. Yeah. I get that impression really too. Like... I get okay, that impression yeah. too. But I think the chemistry is mostly one-sided of Kyle really crushing on like the mm. cool the cool girl in high school. That was the impression I got. It was like, yeah, oh my God, I could tattoos. That. That's so cool. I can do a tattoo too. It's like it, it was like kind of adorable. You made me think of like great grade nine type. Like of thing. her her tattooing a K on Morgan was very much like I have a crush on you because you're gonna have my initial on you forever. It's like oh god, okay. I didn't know like we just met kind (laughs) of yeah but I do think just based on all not that scene but all the photos I've seen of them sitting on each other's lap and like just the way that they're always hugging for photos and Kyle's joined her on tour and everything also also Morgan had a song 27 club and I, I wrote down some of the lyrics here I'm out in LA with a Beverly Hills hottie the kind that wants to go and sniff pills off my body only only knows me because I wrote the song about the hotel lobby. But trust me, all of my wilder days are behind me. Uh, I'm laying in bed in bed at the chateau with someone I know on TV, but I barely know. Small talk for a second. Then I got to leave. Walk out separate. You're famous. You can't be seen with me. Hmm. OK, well, I'm sure she has fucked different famous ladies in L.A. that don't want to be seen with her, but. Also, I mean, Beverly Hills hottie is pretty incriminating. Like, why wouldn't she just pick something else? Who's been on TV? What? Yeah. How many Beverly Hills? Oh like, God, do you think Kyle is sniffing pills off Morgan's naked body? Who wants body? to, but Morgan oh. is sober. <gasps> oh, my God. Kyle's right. not drinking, but I could very much see there being some... I just... Okay, I'm sorry, but I assume they're all on pills. I, Unless yeah. otherwise specified. That's the energy I get from the wealthy Beverly Hills housewife community. 
Hey, me too. Okay. <laughs> so, and I and just from the wanting to tattoo the K, I I feel like this is Kyle's moment to just let loose and be crazy and be like, wouldn't it be so fun if we did this and this? And I could just see where he'd be like, yeah, I don't know, maybe later. Like, maybe mm-hmm. do you want to just I don't know, <laughs> get some green juice and do a workout. But so back to this this feisty fiesta, we have Kyle saying. What is it? You want my husband to have cheated on me and to have bought this ring? Is that what you want? So it's like, Kyle, no one wants that. They're all just asking the obvious question. And I really love the comedic value of the chef awkwardly bringing out food and multiple courses in between the screaming and them hovering in the kitchen. It's so Downton Abbey, like, like hell universe Downton Abbey. Like every time someone is being like screamed at, you see a hand just like delivering a course to that person. Like, it's so awkward. They're literally screaming like in the ear of these servers. But that would be a dream server job. It would be so entertaining. I love it. Yes. When I mean, when I'm at a restaurant and I hear people arguing, that's the greatest day of my life. If I can just eavesdrop, especially if I'm not facing in a way where they can see me looking at them and I can just perk my ears up and just be like if I'm with someone who I'm also comfortable enough to be like shut up we're listening now oh yeah the ideal is like booths and their back is to your back oh (laughs) oh dream my dream anyhow so the chef is awkwardly bringing soup out and they're like no that's not what we're saying we're just saying that you're wearing you're not wearing your wedding man it's in the bank okay it's in the bank Am I wearing different jewelry all the time? What, is this about jewelry? And Kyle, the irony of Kyle, Miss Just Be Open and Honest Richards, having this moment is too rich. It's just so frustrating to have had to listen to her yell at people over and over, just be honest, just be honest. And now they're just stating the obvious. And when they ask her straight up, like when Kyle, when Sutton really says, is there anything going on with your marriage? It's like immediately denied, like, no, how dare you? Or when Garcelle says, we just want to know, was there cheating? Was there, is this a makeup ring? No, of course not. So when questions are asked directly, Kyle rejects them. But when they're asked indirectly, she's like, what are they trying to imply? Huh? Just say it. It's like, Kyle, sh- I was like totally on Kyle's side through this whole thing. I what? thought I am like so hardcore on Kyle's side. In I would, what sense? I think they had no right to come at her that way. It's not like she was gonna at this dinner party be like launching into some heartbreaking story of the like sexual her like gay awakening slash her husband cheating and breaking her heart and like traveling. Like, I don't think she wants to get into that at this dinner party. And I, I think that's a fair expectation. And it's at her house. It's extremely disrespectful to behave this way to her and ruin her night like this at her expense. Are you being paid by the agency? No, I, I'm i not on Mauricio's side. Fuck him. Seriously, no, but, I but, love when she's mean to him. That gets me off. But, but Kyle, this is going back to the season when Denise Richards was on and she was constantly like, Denise, just be open and honest about sleeping with Brandy. Did you sleep with Brandy? Like, just be honest. Just be open and honest on and on and on basically drove her off the show hounding her and now oh now it's your turn kyle like this is not 
appropriate conversation, I would say, for a regular citizen dinner. But for the housewives, who's, it's their job to bring this up, I think it's a little different, but it's especially different when it's Kyle who never wants to show her cards, but is always prodding people to get them mm. to say okay. whatever's going on in their lives. That's what to, really got to me. To be fair, I didn't see that season with Denise. Um, so, and I know Kyle was very hateable on that season and people take, people thought she was mean to Lisa Vanderpump and whatever. I don't know any of that, but on in this argument, I'm on Kyle's side. Because well, Sutton's insane. Well, I watched, uh, I, I've, I've watched most of it and en- enough to have seen also scenes where Kyle at the time is hounding Lisa for information. And Lisa was like, look, my brother just died. Can you please just not, can we not do this right now? Like, can you just go easy on me? And she's like, no, you need to tell what's going on with the dog. Um, There was that. And now Kyle's like, I'm going through a lot. I already told you. It's like, oh, okay. Double standards. It doesn't. Well, you know that, that Kyle is like mourning the death of her friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like such important context that Kyle's like frustrated they haven't shown yet on the season, which I agree. But yeah, like I'm sure she acted badly in the past to people who were mourning. And now that she's mourning, she's like, okay, it sucks. Well, not that you would be over it by then, but her friend passed away a year ago and that's very sad. But it's like, no, that was when they were filming. It was like not that long separated from when. Oh, they yeah. This. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mixing up timelines like with when things aired. Yeah. It was recent, definitely. And of course, that's why she's going through so much. That's a huge contributing factor. And I think the way that she's dealing with it is amazing. If you take mm-hmm. that type of tragedy and you and you start working out and being healthier and, and stop drinking, like that's incredible. And of course, you're going to be on edge. So I don't blame her for any of that. It's just like, well, Kyle, now it's your turn to be in the hot seat. Not so fun when it's uh, you're on the receiving end, is it? Right. But they kind of diffuse things. They're asking Anne Marie about herself. Uh, they're talking about love lives. And Erica says <laughs> that she wants a love like in the movies, which is so funny because there actually have been multiple documentaries made about her marriage, <laughs> essentially. It's one of those like, oh, Erica, well, be careful what you wish for. I guess it's already happened. You've been in the movies, you and Tom um she says she doesn't care if it's if uh they're rich or poor and i love garcelle just to be like really erica oh and justin he was my favorite member at this dinner yeah the one, the one gay friend that was allowed and he like kept doing eyebrow work every time erica was like i don't care rich or poor and he like was like oh really and then she's like i just want a real love affair this time not an arrangement and he did like a shady sip and looked at camera it's like <laughs> oh i can't believe erica called her own marriage an arrangement i know <laughs> damn we did need that kind of face work and especially given that on some of the real housewives franchises everyone's a little too real and gritty but on this mm-hmm. one no one's real and has any sort of normal human reactions you need their faces are quite literally frozen. So you could only see like in the depths of their eyes, like how they truly feel. It's so eerie. <laughs> well, and they're no one saying like the obvious about anything. Like when Kyle's like, is this what you want? It's just jewelry. And they're like, okay, sounds good. I do get though. I, I think you do also have a point though, that it is her house and it is a lot. And some of them are coming up on their whole five milligrams <laughs> oh Sutton was absolutely out of line and I would have slapped her in the face if she said that shit to me I'll tell you that <laughs> when oh. she said the sister line I was like okay no I, that- would, I would black out and I would literally like start like 
attacking the person. But anyway, we're gonna put a pin um, in that because put a pin in that because I the flashback they did for Tom for Erica at a eerie lunch with Tom, and then he the chief of the LAPD comes up and shakes his hand. I got the darkest chill to my bones. I was like, imagine the dinners that Erica had to sit in on. Imagine the stuff she's heard, like being in the social circle. Like I thought of like in like the OJ story, how he was friends with the cops at the LAPD at that time and like how oh, they covered wow. for him and all his crime, like for years, like all his beatings of of women and stuff. So, so I, I can yeah, I feel like Erica has touched like the devil's circle. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. She definitely did not get her riches for free. She paid the price. But that said, I'm really enjoying Erica this season. And that's coming out of a couple seasons of really disliking her, thinking she was not redeemable. And now I'm like, she's fun. Yeah. She's like, if I'm if I become like not not scream at the girls, get really skinny and just kind of be like funny and chill, everyone will like me again. And it's working. I just can't imagine surviving what she's been through in terms of the world hating on her and losing everything and still facing all these lawsuits, but she's still kicking. So I'm, I'm very impressed. But then, um, Denise, Dorit asks Denise, if it's nice to be back with the group and (laughs) Denise. Why was that so perfect? Her like Liverpool, Connecticut accent. I can't with her accent. I can't. Wh- while I'm loving Erica, Dorit, I want to slap her across the face. Everything she says, I'm like, oh shut God. up, Dorit. <laughs> I love during this episode. Re- Wait, what is happening? I know it's good. It's it's good. We're getting a little controversial here. Our differing opinions. This is going to turn out into a fight by the end. No, so Denise turns to Erica and questions her about how she treated her and erica goes into confused robot mode her face saying like error does not <laughs> compute she's like what did i do and denise <laughs> is like what did i like what did i do to you like you know and erica's like i am not clear what i did to you what are you saying this scene if we could talk about for 10 hours we won't but um if if we can break it down i feel like denise is experiencing obviously the drunkest you can be completely blackout but she's in a delusion that everyone knows exactly what the fuck she's talking about i think and she, everyone does know what the fuck she's oh talking about oh my god of course you yeah, of course uh, you have the opposite view of this i think genuinely people are like well you know was it like the harsh questioning of you about this affair and, and then it turns out the reveal that's what you were thinking of that it was an, an incident at dinner Okay, I don't think that that's what it was. I don't I don't think that that's what the reveal was. I will back up a second and say that the way that Denise was delivering this, I don't think it was just alcohol. I think it seemed to me like a lot of pills, a lot of pills mixed with the booze, allegedly. She, she's hardcore denied it. She says, I do okay, not do drugs. Sh- I do not smoke weed. I don't do anything. I just drink. Sure, Jan and Khloe Kardashian scared of needles. But anyhow... <laughs> So everyone's truthful over in uh, that that region of America. But D- Denise is saying, like, you know. And I think what she's implying is, overall, Erica being a mean bully to her and more specifically bringing up constantly these rumors about her and Brandy and 
in my mind, putting myself into Denise's head, she didn't want to bring it up even one once more to bring more attention to it. But in the process, because she was so fucked up, sounded way crazier than she had set out to. Okay, but she she came on camera to have clearly a confrontation and she didn't bother to say what it was about and then said it was about something else the next time she got camera time. I mean, your theory is not holding water for me, Emily, I'm afraid. I have to say that Brandy was simply on another planet. Or sorry, Denise. (laughs) Denise was on another fucking planet. Like she had like a dark sided dark passenger. It was like my incident with the juice. Well, just like oh if anyone's confused go over to patreon where sammy told her story of taking what did you j-o-o-s-e juice <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dorita's like i don't know what denise has partaken in but i shan't be having any <laughs> okay guys they're all like what happened i'm like she's on pills i don't know that to me seemed obvious but maybe did the, are we having totally unique experiences viewing this yeah absolutely we're like channeling with different people and like getting like I understand what you're saying like there's a lot of history there and I don't know that context again I haven't seen that season which now I'm like fuck I have to go back and watch it don't I but um yeah there's there's a lot there between them clearly that I don't know about but but for the audience's sake Denise you have to say what you're talking about you yeah. have to say it. You can't just keep doing weird faces. <laughs> she, well, she's going, watch the show. Watch the show. <laughs> and Erica's going, what is happening? What is going on? I am so confused. <laughs> Every time I heard Garcelle in the background be like, oh, oh. It's <laughs> cracking me the fuck up. Like, that's her friend. Thank God for Garcelle. That's her bestie. Like, she really likes Denise. And so she's there trying to, like, support her. But she's in a place of just, oh. <laughs> it's like if I was there with you the night of you doing juice. Yeah. I would be like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's oh. all you could do. Um, I'm going to call her out. But I was like, I guess at one point I was like, Jamie wants to murder me. And she was like, I do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I know I'm being really annoying, but it's like it was like a cry in the bathroom, then have really fun night out kind of night, and that's kind of where I feel Denise is at. Like, she's just at a breaking point psychologically, you know? It's really fun. Um, yeah, you might you didn't, but you didn't get cold blooded murdered by a friend, and uh, Garcelle did her best to support her friend, uh, but there's only so much support you can give to someone who is quickly decompensating and losing a grasp of the English language. Okay, we just had to pause because I think we've channeled this episode a little too well, and we're maybe having our own hysterical losing grasp on reality, but we're going to recreate this next little bit of the conversations you want me to be denise i think you should be denise but like let's take a moment to get in character oh i'm i'm in it just okay own, she's like just own it just own it own what that okay denise i apologize to you thank you you're welcome and we hear the chef dude denise richards is fucked up <laughs> to the kitchen staff <laughs> everyone's just in hell every face is horrified um justin and erica are trying to have a giggle being like i'm starting to feel high and then shocking everyone sutton pulls out a huge joint 
It lights it up. My girl. I don't defend everything that Sutton has done. And I'm also not proud of the similarities I see between me and Sutton. But it's the mix of her histrionic behavior and her fragility that I really see (laughs) parts of myself that I'm not proud of within. She's like, oh, God. And then when she pulled out the joint, I was like, yep, that's what I would do in this situation. People are like, in the house? At the tables? At the dinner table? She's like, well, Kyle said it was fine. And and then they do an excellent flashback to her storming out of Magic Mike going, I'm (laughs) on the board of the American Ballet Foundation. I cannot be here. (laughs) Like, the Ballet, American Ballet Foundation probably wants to be left the fuck out of this. (laughs) They hate every time that fucking clip gets shown which is a lot or maybe it's promoting the american <laughs> ballet overall and yeah you're, you're promoting right. it honestly i need to a new audience any press is good press yeah. yes yeah um but yeah that's when we see them kind of dispersing denise is walking upstairs and this is when she's just making sounds she's going uh, <laughs> pointing <laughs> things uh, she she gestures at a mirror and she's like what this too well then come here (laughs) yeah and they're all like oh what is denise doing i didn't see her eating her weed i don't know what's going on and and denise is going she's fucking dumb we all knew she fucking knew and that's when dree's like "Uh, is this on backwards and denise says no and but dorit is insisting on it because dorit's only personality trait is fashion and she keeps pushing. She's like, I know what you're doing. Stop. No. And Dorita's just completely blank faced, like, no, seriously, I think your jacket is upside down. And Denise goes, I don't give a flying ass fuck about a jacket. Yeah. Dorita's like, okay, okay. Yeah, and Erica's <laughs> off to the side, still in robot mode. I apologize, but I do not know what I am apologizing <laughs> for. <laughs> and that's when. When Dorita's just like stroking this upside down coat arm and she's like, it's okay, take it down. And Denise is like, I know what you're doing. Don't fucking do this. How dare you? I got I got so what she funny. was saying. Like, I think she was trying to be like, you're embarrassing me. Like, stop bringing attention. Yeah, but it's already on camera. Just slide the jacket off and flip it upside down and be like, oh my gosh, thank you. And be done with it. But she's like, don't fucking, how dare you? With her jacket just like so askew and upside down. And it's like, just. Just, just flip it that's all she wants you to do <laughs> just flip it around or not or get off her dick or eat like leave or her leave. alone or be like or be like oh my gosh i should go home bye and then just leave but just standing there and be like don't fucking set me up i know exactly what the fuck you're trying to well, do she's clearly beyond the point of reason but at <laughs> yeah. this point to to read is snitching to kyle about what sutton said that kyle is living in denial this was aired in the previous episode and Kyle's like what am I in denial about and and uh she's like I don't know she said something but then Kyle then Kyle's like stop gaslighting like sudden's gaslighting me and it's like Kyle is I'm sorry Kyle is the gaslighting queen she is what what do you mean <laughs> all because I have a piece of jewelry you've never seen before like Kyle come on you know that's not what it is I wish she would just say, what am I doing now about? And Sutton would say, Mauricio cheats on you. It's in the press every day. And you continue to lie. But she doesn't. She's always just like, I don't know. Well, I certainly don't but know she that. said, is something going on in your marriage? She said this previously. Sure, and but Kyle like, and she's like, it. I've told you. We 
we don't see each other much and it's not that good what like i don't know but all kyle when they no, cut to eric no, i have to okay sorry i'm getting whoa. heated <laughs> Listen, okay, stop it. You know what you're doing, okay, Sammy? <laughs> you know what you're doing. No, but <laughs> but all Kyle has said so far at their treat was we've had a tough year and Mauricio's working a lot. We've all had a tough year. That means nothing. But for then when she goes out right and pretty much says like what's going on in your marriage, implying we she knows what she's implying, like is there something going on? Is he cheating? And she's denying it you can't really say get too much more specific than that other than directly implying or saying out loud about the cheating but that's understood well can someone dig up a little something like on Vanderpump they would be like you cheated with a skank in Muskoka on April 25th and everybody saw you down at the beaver damn pub well the the (laughs) editors at the beginning kept flashing those all the headlines of Mauricio cheating rumors but mm. but okay she hasn't addressed the headlines kyle was saying look if there's something you know tell us if you have something you know that's going on ask and Sutton had said that she asked about your household and your marriage and kyle's like what is she talking about and Sutton, well in a confessional she's like yeah i'm asking about is she in denial about her marriage but then Kyle to Anne-Marie is like, it makes no sense what she's saying. And then Anne-Marie is just a newbie and she's just there to echo whatever Kyle's saying. But I was getting irritated being like, yeah, it makes no sense at all. Like, cut the shit, ladies. This does make sense. You're just in denial and that's okay, but it makes perfect sense. And instead, Kyle, like, turns it around and said that she already said that she has something going on. Or she said basically nothing. And then accuses Sutton of doing pills and being an alcoholic and having an eating disorder and she's saying this all in front of crystal who's been very open about her eating disorder struggles and they all have an eating disorder hello but but i'm saying like crystal at least has been open about how triggering it is like just to throw that out there when you're in the process of denying a very obvious fact about your life miss open Mm -hmm. and honest Okay. And also, like, I mean, they're also all on Ozempic. So the whole thing about Sutton not having an appetite, it's like, yeah, don't, Ozempic makes you lose your appetite. So they're all going to be pushing food around on their plate. Yeah, totally. I know. It's just like, who do we want to, like, yell about being skinny at the moment? Um, and they could all point the finger at each other and say you have an eating disorder and they would probably be right. Yeah. But, I mean, I have to agree with Erica when they cut to her and she's outside and she's like, insanity (laughs) it is this is crazy like this all just needs to be cut because when things get to this point like I think Sutton gets on evil mode and it's in her confessional too so she doubles down and she's like what's going on in your life Kyle you're not drinking why was it a problem I'm like okay you little bitch it's a problem for you you have embarrassed yourself in every goddamn scene this far because you're black out and acting a fool. I was so glad Sutton was there because I was like, <laughs> if not, we would all be acting like, oh, Kyle just bought jewelry and Murray Moe's working. That's it. And tough year. <laughs> like, okay. Um, 
despite yeah ignoring the obvious but yeah Sutton is going into evil mode and that's when she says the infamous you've already lost two sisters do you want to lose a third Sutton don't upgrade yourself to an honorary Richard sister you're not and don't bring up she's already strange sister relationship well the most embarrassing part of that is that they've already had a scene where Sutton's like sometimes you bully me like I'm your little sister and Kyle said stop don't flatter yourself. I don't think of you as a sister. <laughs> For her to double down and say it again. It's I'm so embarrassed for her. I just want to like skin myself. And her little clip on ex- hair extension that's just floating around her hairline in these scenes. Like I want to just crawl into a hole and die. Yeah. Sutton is always going to be bizarre and off-putting. Yes. That is something about her. I know. And I'm a fellow esophageal disorder sister. So, like, I really felt for her. Like, there's certain things I also can't swallow. Some things are, some things you can't go there with. Some things are too sacred. Esophageal issues, (laughs) absolutely off limits. I don't know. I mean, I have like occasional dysphagia for for any medical people out there. And I think that's what Sam was describing. I'm not a doctor, and I've I've heard of people having these kind of issues before. This is not a made up crazy thing. But when she said, my esophagus disorder is nothing to joke about. <laughs> I, to I told you already. I told you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But then, um, yeah, she, Kyle yeah. Kyle is prodding her for what, what she means by that. And Sutton does mention that Kathy didn't like that she didn't stick up for her in the press. And Kathy had called and yelled at Sutton. So she... Sutton had texted Kyle saying, look, I I know what you're going through. I, I experienced this. Um, but mm-hmm. at this point, it's like, okay, yeah, this has gone way too far. And Sutton's like, yeah, we should we should go now. Um, yeah. And Erica off to the side to, to Kyle says, I'm so sorry. Just so you know, I don't think anything is wrong with your marriage. And in my notes, I wrote, shows you what kind of friends Kyle surrounds herself with. Okay, but Kyle interrupted her and was like, no, I'm telling you my marriage is not good. But like, I don't know what else to say. We're we're not getting along right now. And Erica's just like, yeah. Erica is so stiff in this scenario trying to like comfort someone. (laughs) Like she's she's just sitting there stiff as a board and is able to just say, I am your friend. Nothing's going on in your (laughs) relationship. I don't think anything is the the matter. (laughs) And Kat's just like, okay, whatever. Like, it's so, like, everyone's just so bizarre. And Kyle just, like, can't get human empathy, I feel, extended to her in this conversation. And whether or not they have reasons for treating her this way, I'm sure they do. But, like, I literally teared up when she, everyone finally leaves and she walks into her kitchen and, like, the two women on her staff are there and they have a little conversation in Spanish and they say like, we love you very much. It hurts me to see you cry. And they hug her and she just like cries into their arms and just like collapses. Like I was like, so on Kyle's side on this episode, I was like, she just lost her friend to suicide. She's having a horrible problems in her marriage. Like she's at her breaking point. Like, and everyone's just ripping on her for working out and not drinking. Like, they're like, you're so boring. What? Only someone psychologically insane would work out on vacation. Like, well, bullying her. Well, yeah, I, again, I don't want to keep, I don't want to go in circles with this, but I think that it's less, they, they are really out of line questioning her sobriety because I think it's, it's good if anyone 
if anyone for any reason wants to stop drinking, great. That should be supported. But I think what they're getting at with all that is your life has completely changed and there's an elephant in the room that we're not discussing. Like, do you want to acknowledge the cheating rumors and that you might be divorced mm-hmm. or separated? Mm-hmm. I know. I, and I guess she's not there yet. And I, I do hope she does spill it all to us at some point because, yeah, if that is exactly what you're supposed to discuss on this show and that's the job and I, I need to hear everything that went down um between them but we do get a little bit of relitigation of the kathy feud and they play a clip of erica directly quoting her the dj who wouldn't play michael jackson (laughs) and calling him like the f slur and the old king everyone's reaction and erica's like what i'm just gonna say it i don't believe in that but that's what she said and erica's like Everyone fears Kathy because she can lock you out of Beverly Hills and all social events. But I'm a lone wolf, baby. I don't mind being on the outside. (laughs) That was badass. Yeah, I know. Erica has gone from Eric Cartman to, I don't know, kind of like a fembot. Mm, Definitely. Like she's still robotic, but it's like the fun kind. Yeah, and when she was on, I think she name-dropped Lexapro last season, or the season wherever, when she was yelling at Garcelle's son. (laughs) Um, And clearly that didn't agree with her. Whatever she's on now, like, that mood is stable, Mama. I know. she is not lashing out. What is it, Erica? Drop us a DM. No, let us know what's up. What kind of cocktail are you on? And also, when she she's being the most empathetic we've ever seen her so it's not that she's completely cut off from her own emotions in fact the opposite she seems the most connected to her emotions in a healthy way that we've ever seen for her yeah i mean i don't know that i've seen her feel a full emotion but maybe like 0.25 of what i said the most that we've ever seen (laughs) yeah that's she's getting like from her being like i don't care about the widows and orphans to her being like they're there (laughs) kyle cheer up like it she's come a long way <laughs> sure it might all be well i mean she is in therapy yeah i'll give her some props good for her yeah good for her she's trying to make lemons out of the lemon tree at her rental in pasadena and they looks beautiful they did i know okay we're gonna take a quick break and be right back <laughs> 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Okay, and we're back. So we have a boring lunch with Garcelle and Crystal and Denise uh, and Sutton. I'm wondering how much longer Crystal has to be uh, a cast member because we've heard two words from her all season. Oh, and she completely flopped her only confessional moments in this episode. I don't even know why they aired them. Then she had an amazing chance sitting alone with Erica on the couch at the end of the night to like get some get some commentary on, from Erica about being at the center of that. And she flopped on that too. They have her saying nothing. Like she is so uninteresting and unfunny and like is not coming through at all. The fact that she's been on for three seasons is criminal. I know, but I think- at first, it was because of the trio of Garcelle, Sutton, and Crystal versus the whole yeah. Force Fox Five mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck that that it really was this two sides, and you needed more people on the side of the audience's side, the 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 good guys as as the public viewed them as. But now it's she's getting completely irrelevant. But we then cut to quickly a uh, scene with Dorit and PK. And Dorit is giving poor person. Dorit. <laughs> but like they're sitting there. She's sitting there like, I'm sorry, in her brown hair. And she didn't bring glam on the previous cast trip. And she's her, she's in jeans and PKs in what looks like a Costco hoodie. And I'm just like, I really think that I've questioned their finances for a long time. But now I think it's really crashing down on them. Definitely, definitely. And what's so crazy, and you know, I have an interest in like facial plastic surgery and treatments and stuff. And like when Dorit had her glow up, whatever, a few years ago, when suddenly she looked 20 years younger, um, it's and then she kept that up for a long time. And now suddenly I'm seeing like some laxity return to her skin and like just like the you know the laser appointments aren't aren't happening as much and the hair can't be maintained platinum blonde all the time like it's it's the fact that rich people look rich because they're rich that month that interests me like yes. when erica went through mm-hmm. her like sudden like poverty like her face just started to look a little bit more her age like her you know her hair like wasn't as full like just things you just notice the beauty like additions start to fall away and they look more normal it catches up like so more like an everyday quickly so quickly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i was just that was the thing that i was the most focused on in this and they're talking about oh what's going on with with mo and her also and her and pk also seem like they're about to divorce they seem like they oh my god their argument about homeschooling i was like wow you guys don't see eye to eye whatsoever on how to raise your children yeah yeah they're they're really at odds with each other and there's tension and they're wanting different things for the kids and then pk says that he hears dorit saying to jagger when 
she thinks that no one's listening that if you go to college mummy's living on campus with you and you're not getting married i'm like oh she's one of those types of boy moms that like wants to sleep with their son oh no <laughs> the worst worst type of person one it of the worst just wants to to keep the the boy close to home forever and mommy's little baby one of my top five least favorite people is is protective mama's boys who also have like a weird incestuous vibe misogynist thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. but also just to hear Dorit going on about her PTSD from the home invasion that happened a year and a half ago I think is completely valid but all it did was remind me of her moments ago and it, just a few episodes ago a, a few episodes ago telling Garcelle to get over what happened to her and her kids because it happened a year ago and mm-hmm. I just I think that I am so mad off the bat at Dorit for having a personality that I don't particularly enjoy, but starting things off by first saying that to Garcelle. And then anytime Garcelle so much as turns her way and addresses her, she's like, Garcelle, you're yelling at me. Stop it. Like it's so oh, horribly. Yeah. Oh, her mic her microaggressions to Garcelle are Innumerable. They're getting like macro. Like she's like Garcelle, yeah. you're so aggressive. Like Garcelle will be like, okay, Dorit, like you need to calm down. And she's like, yeah, I didn't like how you guys all had a laugh at Erica accosting my 15 year old, and she's like, I'm so hurt. Like you're so mean, and like basically saying everything but uh, that she's an angry black woman. It's insanity. Yeah. Oh, it's been so many times too for years, and and Dorit is so probably like I will not defend her on that whatsoever, um, and I don't even defend her on wanting to homeschool their kids. I'm like, agree with PK, like send them to school so they'll be normal. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but she's just scared. She's living her whole life from a place of fear because of the PTSD, which I get. She was held at gunpoint. She thought she was gonna die. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I mean look that I completely understand like it definitely it took me like years and years to get over the the PTSD of being in a school shooting myself and I it's not the exact same at all as her experience but I completely get that but I'm just like Dorit do you not understand how empathy works how you can take your own experiences and then use it to help understand other people's experiences but no that's not in the cards but we hear briefly from Erica, who's sitting with Mikey and talking about how she wants to get back into it in her with her Vegas. She wants to do a Vegas residency. She wants to hunt the biggest game. And I mean, the problem is that Tom was buying her career before and buying out gay clubs. But mm-hmm. she did her Vegas residency. And I don't know if it's been officially announced, but there's going to be a spinoff. Oh, no, it was announced, I think, at BravoCon. There's going to be a short spinoff about her Vegas time residency. Wow, that's huge for her. Yeah, especially after we have previously spoken about the $2 tickets on sale for that. Yeah. And you getting a little extra treat with your show. <laughs> oh, yeah, my my friend's getting to see some... A lot of Erica. A lot of Erica Jane. The full <laughs> Erica Jane experience up close and personal. Yes. That's besides the point. So now the scene cuts to Kyle and Dorit hiking, and it looks beautiful. I want to be there. Oh, that looks so beautiful. I was Googling, where did they hike? Does anyone know what this, like, 
park is in the LA area. It, it's like a very lush valley. I know. Maybe it's close to Malibu. I don't know why I say this is someone who's driven around the area once, but it looked beautiful. And Kyle's saying, like, can you believe Sutton questioned me because of the jewelry? Like, there's so much jewelry that she hasn't seen. And Dorit's saying, like, yeah, she's insinuating that you're hiding something. And then um, Kim Kim Richards is there, which made me so happy. I loved seeing her and her and Kyle hug. I know. And saying life is too short. We love each other. I know. And that Kim was really breaking out of her shell because they were saying during the pandemic she had been so lonely and completely isolated. And I was really worried about her during that time. But they said that she's been really invigorating herself and painting murals. I know I saw those murals. That's so cute. I she was drawing like lions on rocks, like on her house walls, and it was giving like you know someone who's gone around the bend. But it was really sweet. I'm sorry. This is good. It did remind me of the Mother God cult, the house that they lived in. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I celebrate all artistic expression. Um, and it was just I don't know. It was very sweet. And they were hugging and crying and saying life is too short to fight. So nice. Because because Kyle's bringing up the painful reality that when she's at odds with Kathy, that also cuts her off from her niece Paris and and also cuts off Kathy from her kids. And that's the saddest part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, their kids' relationships are affected. She doesn't get to meet Paris's new baby and now she's got another new baby she had like multiple surrogates out there just baking ready to deliver two babies very close in age very efficient yeah yeah so there's a bunch of babies that no one was expecting and Kyle doesn't get to meet yet yeah that's sad yeah that's where we end it we experienced the whole range of human emotion yeah I don't know if they were experiencing emotions. We did. No, I'm saying we did. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. Us watching this. No, I don't know what the fuck is going on in any of their minds, to be honest. (laughs) So maybe Garcelle was like, what's going on, guys? It seems crazy. The amount of times that those words were spoken by people at this dinner party. What's going on? (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Like, it was so real. I almost expected someone to be like, I am your mother. Like, just full hereditary (laughs) segue. (laughs) yeah yeah well thanks for joining yeah, us guys. that was really we fun let us know if you want to do more current current television current reality television because it's really fun for us and we love you guys bye this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.